for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in my homeschool, or really just I like to talk about Jesus. Because I truly believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we more naturally will desire the things of this world, and the easier it will be to simplify. So today I'm going to talk a little bit about how we can keep things simple in our relationships. And really, I want to talk about a subject that might be a little bit touchy for some, and it might be a little bit convicting for most, but we're going to tackle it anyway. Um, So before I get started, I want to thank our podcast sponsors, Apologia.com. Please visit Apologia. They have amazing resources for the Christian family. They have a brand new resource coming out, a health and nutrition curriculum for homeschoolers. Um, You can check that out at Apologia.com. They also have a homeschool appreciation day coming up. So please go and visit them for all the information. Um, Also, I'd like to remind you that the Phonics Museum um, app is giving our listeners a free two-week trial to their Phonics Museum app, which is a multi-sensory engaging and wonderful app. I've tried it out and I wish I had it when my little ones were learning to read because it's not just this app where like, um, you know, you're sort of just like sounding out words. It's really um, engaging and you have to check it out to see for yourself. So go over to phonicsmuseum.com slash simply. You'll get a free trial for the app and also a bunch of other resources to download. So head over there and try it out. Okay, so today I wanted to talk a little bit about gossip. Ooh, I feel like I just, (laughs) I could practically hear everybody through the um, microphone on the other end and what they're going to say, like, I don't want to talk about that. Who wants to talk about gossip, right? Well, I believe that it's something important to talk about. Uh, Not even so much Let's see, how do I even begin this? Not even so much um, about, you know, like to convict people, don't gossip, you shouldn't gossip, but really to get to the heart of what we are doing with our behavior. A while back on the podcast, I did an episode titled um, The One Question You Need to Ask Yourself, and it was all about, are you honoring God in your behavior? And are you honoring God in really every single thing you do? Your job, your home, your family, the way you interact with people, the decisions you make for what you're going to watch on TV, what books you're going to read, what you're going to look at the internet. And included in that is how you are going to speak to others, how you are going to speak about others, and how you are going to carry yourself in this world. So every little thing that we do, we need to ask ourselves, is this honoring the Lord? And basic guys out there, gossip doesn't honor the Lord. It tears down relationships. It only can be a detriment. And there's so many actually different kinds of gossip, I feel. There's the gossip that we can have with our girlfriends that can quickly spiral, right? You start out by saying, oh, did you know so-and-so, whatever, right? And all of a sudden, ladies are like known for just going off on these trails and we can go down a spiral. And I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not trying to say ladies are so bad at gossip. I guess we get a bad rap for that. Men can be just as bad. But did you know that you can also be gossiping with your husband? right? It doesn't have to be amongst your girlfriends. You know what's even worse? Gossiping with your kids. You might not even realize you're doing it, 
And then all of a sudden your kids are starting to talk about, you know, so-and-so and kind of they're talking about them in a negative way and, you know, you get in on that. Oh my goodness, what are we training the next generation? The world is full of gossip. People in the world, that's basically how they act. That's all they know. They are not acting on the godly principles of how we should be speaking and how we should be speaking about others and how we should be lifting others up. So when we start to do that, we sort of go down that same path and we are not setting ourselves apart. Do you know that you can also gossip in your own mind? Now, I don't know if it would be technically gossip because I guess technically gossiping, you need to be saying things about somebody else with others, but I think you can technically sort of gossip in your mind because you can have negative thoughts about people and it's about the heart. So that's what I want to talk about today, about gossip and the heart and, you know, not just the act of doing it or not doing it and, you know, not like giving people a slap on the wrist and you shouldn't do this. And then, you know, it's really about getting to the heart. Why are you doing it? If you're living as a Christian and you want to be transformed, why are you doing it? If you want to honor God in everything you do, including your behavior, why are you doing it? So before I even get into this topic, because I got some Bible verses here I want to talk about, and I got some uh, notes here, I want to tell you that (laughs) I'm not trying to talk about this topic because I never gossip. I would be a liar if I got on here and said, look, people, stop gossiping. You shouldn't gossip. I don't gossip. Of course I get dragged into it, and of course it happens, but I have such a sensitive um, mind to this thing that I do, I definitely do try to stop it when I see it happening, or sometimes I realize it later, and I'm like, oh, why did I go down that trail? But I definitely have a sensitive um, heart to me to this, and I try not to go down that road, but I'm telling you now, I fail, just like all of you. So I'm not sitting here trying to say, like, don't gossip, I never gossip, you know, let's talk about it together. How can we help each other together? You know, I'm all about being real and transparent and saying, yes, I've struggled with this before. I don't struggle with this topic nearly as much as I used to in my early years, even before, definitely before I was a Christian. I mean, I know I gossiped then, but even in my early years as a Christian, I was still involved in that um, behavior and not really being too convicted of it. And I'll be quite honest with you. I'll start you guys out with a story. When I was back in, I guess, no, I don't think it was college. I had been graduated. I was either engaged or newly married at the time. And I remember just, you know, being with my girlfriends and gossiping and, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, I was probably just starting out in my walk with the Lord. And one of the first things that happened that really kind of convicted me on this was, um, well, number one, I came to the realization that if people are gossiping with you, they are gossiping about you. And I came to the realization that I was talking about other people in a negative way Um, with other girlfriends or maybe Steve at the time or my family or whatever it was. I was talking about them in a negative way and it struck me, and I don't know why this doesn't strike all of us, like, okay, why do I think that the person I'm speaking to is also talking negatively about that person with me? Why would I think that that person wouldn't do the same to me? 
I don't know why when we are gossiping, we feel like we are immune to the gossip. <laughs> you know, we are certainly not immune. And if somebody is talking with you about others, then you can pretty much guarantee when you're not around, they're talking about you the same way. And that really struck me at one time. And I realized, you know, the Bible says that we are to treat others how we want to be treated. And I don't want to be doing that. I don't want to be talked about behind my back. And so if I don't partake in that, then hopefully people will recognize that and then they won't want to drag me into their conversations. I don't know. Or maybe it causes even more gossip because then you feel like people are like, oh, you know, Karen's trying to be a goody two-shoes or whatever it is. But, um, you know, again, it's not about doing it or not doing it. It's about the heart of why we are doing it. Why are we looking to others? Because a lot of times the reason we gossip is we want to puff ourselves up, right? It makes us feel better when we can just say bad things about somebody else. It makes us feel better. And it's so anti the opposite, everything of what the Bible says. We should consider others above ourselves, right? So anyway, let me tell you the story that when I was first, I guess, I can't remember if I was engaged or married, but anyway. It was a long time ago. <laughs> so we, uh, I remember being at, at work and I had gotten an email from a friend. This is actually even still to this day, like 20 years later, difficult to admit and talk about. Um, I had gotten an email from a friend and it made me very angry, something she said in the email. And so my response was, I'm going to tell Steve about this. And I meant to forward him the email and say, look what she just said and blah, 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 and whatever it was about. I wrote this whole thing. And you know what I did? I didn't forward it to Steve. I hit reply. Mm -hmm. I said all these nasty things in my anger, in my pride, because I was upset about something she said that offended me. <clears throat> I didn't think twice, just started saying nasty things, was going to go gossip with Steve about it, and instead of forwarding it, I hit reply, and I realized it as soon as I hit the button, and in that moment, I realized you need to be who you say you are. You just sent something to someone that was really your true colors at the moment and you're so upset because they're going to see your true colors and that moment changed my life because I realized then that if I can't say something to somebody's face I shouldn't say it at all if I am going to have the nerve to forward a message to Steve about someone I should have the nerve to hit reply with that same message. If I'm going to say things about someone, then are they the things I would want them to hear? And so when she wrote me back, she realized, this. she said, this wasn't meant for me, was it? And do you know what I did? I tried to lie my way out of it. I tried to make up some crazy story which obviously made it even worse because now I am not only an untrustworthy friend because I said these terrible things that she saw 
I'm looking like a fool because I'm lying, trying to get out of it. And it was even worse than just saying, you know what, I should have, what I should have done, you know, now, was so much wiser 20 years later, asked for forgiveness, repented, and said, I am so sorry. In that moment of anger, I just got angry about what you said. And I went out and I said things to Steve that I should not have said. But I did, and I tried to lie my way out of it. <clears throat> and that's shameful. And I'm not going to make the excuse and say, well, I was a new Christian. I was, I, I was you know, very new Christian at the time. That's not an excuse. I mean, partially I'm a lot wiser now, for sure. And if that were to happen now, I think I would be able to for ask for forgiveness and repent, although I don't think I would ever do that now. <laughs> um, because I would real, I've, I've, I've become, since that time, and like I said, I'm not perfect, but I always go back to that kind of pivotal moment in my life and said, what are you doing? Okay, so maybe I wasn't like gossiping like in the way that we're just kind of, you know, busybody gossiping and saying like, oh, um, you know, did you see those clothes that person wore or blah, blah, blah. Not that kind. I mean, these are just hurtful things that I said. Um, but we need to evaluate our hearts and how we look at other people and how we treat other people and the words that we speak and how much words matter whether those people ever even hear those words or not. The words are damaging because they're said, and they're said to someone else who hears how nasty you can be, who hears that nasty heart of yours. So even if I didn't hit reply, and I did hit forward like I was supposed to, I was still talking in a shameful way about another human being. Why? Because my pride had been hurt. And so we need to really evaluate, like I said, not just make a rule. Don't gossip and, you know, evaluate why. Why are we so quick to kind of drag others down or, you know, just maybe say things that just aren't necessary or edifying about someone else? It could be as small as, did you see the shoes she wore? Or it could be as big as oh my goodness, do you know what sin they committed? You know, like it can go both, all both ends of the spectrum. So we need to evaluate. What is the purpose of those words? Are those words honoring God? God is in the room listening. God was right there when I sent that email. God is in the room listening and God is in my thoughts. So he knows. So if we're having bad thoughts about somebody or we're constantly kind of ripping somebody apart in our mind or talking with our children about, you know, other families or whatever it is, we need to really, really like take a step back and say, why is my heart allowing this? Why am I even going down that road? This isn't how God tells us to behave. So, um, oftentimes I'm the one that like, you know, and it's not like my kids are sitting around gossiping <laughs> and talking terribly, but I do get like involved. If I hear the kids or Steve or even myself, if I'm doing it, if any of us start to kind of go down that road, I always go, wait, stop. Would we say this if the person were in the room or, you know, we're going down a bad road here. This isn't necessary to talk about. So I do try to do that with my kids. And, you know, I think this is such a big deal that nobody makes a big deal about. Because, like I said in the earlier part of this podcast, 
I feel like people that aren't Christians that are just living worldly, gossip is just the way of life, right? And um, we talk about people behind their backs. We, you know, gossip. We say nasty things. We judge what they're wearing. We judge, you know, their new haircut, whatever it is. <laughs> um, but we are not part of that world. We are set apart. So we're not supposed to look like the world. And you know what it does to our Christian witness when we're out there gossiping with others? We don't look different. We blend right in. And I think it speaks volumes when your words come out to be kind and gentle and sweet and you don't get involved in those conversations, your silence in that kind of a conversation can speak volumes. So there's a couple Bible verses that I picked out before um, starting this recording. And Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And then it goes on to say, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. That's a verse that we need to really, really live out. Because so many of us can get caught up, whether it's with your girlfriends, your husband, your kids, like I said, or even in your own thoughts. Your own thoughts can be so negative. And when you have negative thoughts, that leads to negative action. So you might be having those negative thoughts, and then that's going to lead to those negative words that come pouring out of your mouth. So also, um, um, with going along with gossip is complaining. The words that we speak matter, and the words that we um, that we allow, in, like I said, into our thoughts and then come out in our actions and come out in our words, because we can complain, right, in our own thoughts. I mean, we can have such a negative mindset, right? And then when we're with others, if we're constantly complaining, do you know what that is? That's pride. It can be complaining about small things. It can be complaining about big things, but whatever it is, it's saying... I'm not happy with this. I deserve better. So whether you're just thinking those negative complaining thoughts or speaking them, again, where is your heart? Where is the humble spirit? You know what I have posted above my window right now in my kitchen? Or not above my window. Um, next to my window, above my kitchen sink, where I find myself standing often during the day. I have the words, clothe yourself in humility. Because I need to be reminded to be humble basically every moment that I'm awake, every second that I'm awake. Because I can quickly look at the dishes in the sink. Why is this? Why, why do I have to do all these dishes? Why, da, 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 you know, me, 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 me. Why do I have to do laundry? Why do I have to do this? Well, you know, this is, we are supposed to do all things without complaining and without grumbling. We can complain about everything. The church, they're not doing a good job. Why do we have to sing these songs? Why does um, the pastor's sermon go too long? Why do I have to sit here? I, it was too hot in here. It's too cold in here, <laughs> you know? There can be little things. There can be big things. And again, 
It's not necessarily just the things that we're complaining about. I'm talking about the spirit in which we are allowing these statements to come out of our mouths. So it says in Philippians, <clears throat> Philippians 2, 14, I say this one to my kids all the time, do all things without grumbling or disputing, and some versions say um, complaining or disputing, that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life so that in the day of Christ, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Do all things without grumbling or disputing. Having those complaining thoughts, those negative thoughts, those gossiping thoughts, whatever it is, thoughts about others that aren't good and excellent and pure. And considering others above yourselves, you know. It also says in Philippians, just consider others above yourselves. And to look, and it says in Romans, look after the interests of others. You know, there's so many verses that point that out. But we live in such a me, me, me culture. So I believe relationships are complicated in our world today. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have this little frog in my throat. <laughs> um, but they can be so complicated. But I feel like, wouldn't it be amazing... And so much simpler if we could live out these verses, if we truly would like stop before we complained or stop before we gossiped and instead lifted each other up. You know, it says in Romans 12, um, rejoice when others rejoice, cry when others cry. We are supposed to be one with others, not working against our brothers and sisters in Christ. And when we speak negatively, it just brings about, it breeds more negative um, talk or whatever it is. And like I said before, we want to remember our kids are watching us. Our kids are imitating our relationships. If they see us with our girlfriends or with our husband or whoever it is, constantly just speaking about others, doesn't have to be constantly just doing it at any time. They're going to get the idea that that's how you behave and that's okay. We have to do better than that. We have to be set apart. We have to be considering others above our own selves and our own needs. We have to be walking in a humble spirit. And I say all these things because I need to hear them just as much. Believe me, I haven't gotten this thing down pat either. But that's what I'm saying. Let's do this together. I want to bring this out in the open and say, are you guys out there with me? Will you choose to behave like a child of God and not like the people of the world? Will you choose to truly do what it says in the Bible and not just read about it and write it down and say, that sounds good. Memorize that verse. <clears throat> Don't memorize it. Live it. And the only way we can do that because we are a sinful, fleshy, you know, person is to let him transform us. To stay in the word. <clears throat> to memorize these verses. <clears throat> excuse me. Memorize these verses so that... They become part of you and they will flow out of you. 
it makes it very hard to have a negative mindset and negative thoughts and negative words that come out of your mouth when you're filled with God's word. Because when you're filled with God's word, it's alive and active and transforming and the Holy Spirit will fill you and you will walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. You will not choose to say negative things about others because that would grieve you. Because you realize that this is a sister in Christ. And why are you speaking negatively about them? Walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. It says here in Colossians, <clears throat> but now, well, it says, okay, but ne- uh, I'm in Colossians 3, 8. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. My goodness, so I circled this verse to read, and as I'm reading it, if you could see me, I had like a huge smile because this is, this is like the story that I told you about the girl. That was in my early, early time of becoming a Christian, and I was so convicted. Now, I'm sure a part of it was because I got caught, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm just being honest. I'm sure that was obviously part of the conviction. But I was so convicted with that, like I said, that I thought to myself, you know, gosh, she saw, it was like, she got to see the real me and the real me is ugly and I want to be better. So I was convicted. So as I'm reading this and I'm reading, do not lie to one another. And I told you all I lied. And I totally lied, tried to cover it up, made it worse. Seeing that you have put off the old self, And that was me at that time. I was in this process of putting off the old self with its practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed. Yes, God is renewing me. He has given me a new life and I am a new creation. And so that verse just speaks perfectly. Um, And then here, uh, let's see, it also says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Doesn't say anything there about gossiping, right? What does it say? The way we should be relating with others and being with others. The word of Christ dwells in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness. Now, because I'm talking about gossip and I'm saying, you know, we should never say anything negative to anyone. We also know that we do speak the truth in love, but we speak the truth in love when somebody needs to hear, you know, maybe something that they are doing wrong or whatever. You, first of all, you go to that person. You don't go to somebody else about it unless you're asking for wise counsel and seeking wise counsel, but you go to that person and you speak to them in love. See, there's a difference. Sometimes we go to somebody because we want to (laughs) point out all their flaws. Look what you did wrong. Or are we speaking to them in love? Are we pointing out the sins or the things that they're doing because we truly care about them and we truly want to see them grow and walking with the Lord? Or is it because we just want to point out? Because that's what we do. We can say, oh, I'm going to go confront so-and-so because they committed this sin and they need to know and I'm going to... But are you really looking out for their best interest? 
or are you just trying to make yourself feel better? Again, it goes back to the heart. This is such a big topic that, you know, I could spend a long time on this, but I wanted to, I just wanted to talk about this a little bit today. And like I said, you know, talking about gossip, but understanding that the words that we speak matter and what we say to each other and about each other when they're not around matters and how we carry ourselves, it all matters, but it all goes back to how is your soul? How is your spirit? Are you walking in the spirit if you are not saying things that are edifying? Does it honor the Lord, the things that you are saying? I hope and I pray that this would encourage you to evaluate your words because a lot of times we don't even realize we're doing it. So many times I'll have been in a conversation with somebody and later on I realize, oh, that was not good. Why did I let myself go down that road? You know, maybe I, maybe that wasn't the right um, conversation to have or I shouldn't have let, let it get that far because sometimes before you even realize it. But then the next time when you're in a conversation with somebody, you have to remember. You can have that experience to remember and say, you know what, let's, let's stop here because I see that this conversation is going down to a bad place. I've done that with Steve. Like we'll be driving in the car and talking and all of a sudden I'll be like, you know what, this is, let's stop. Let's just stop now before we, we take this into the wrong place. So it's a training of getting yourself to get out of that habit, but it's also an evaluation of your spirit. And if your spirit isn't even recognizing that these things are not glorifying to God or that these things are not um, behaving the way that God would want you to, then that's something to bring to the Lord, to pray about it and say, Lord, reveal to me in the moment when I'm taking it too far, when I'm whether it be complaining or gossiping or having negative thoughts, Lord, reveal it to me in the moment, and Lord, only you can transform me. Only you can transform me from the inside out because our behaviors and our words start on the inside, and only God can perform that transformation on the inside. Only the Holy Spirit has the ability. You can't do it on your own. Apart from God, all you'll want to do is gossip and negativity and all that stuff, right? But with him, he convicts us and then he gives us the ability to overcome it. So right now, if you're saying, I don't do that, I don't gossip, say to yourself, praise the Lord, first of all, or second of all, say, Lord, help me though to point out to me the times, stir in me in my spirit a time if it comes up that I'm going down the wrong road. And if you are recognizing that, oh my goodness, I do this all the time, stop right now and pray. Ask him and get in your word. Read these verses. Look up verses. I could give you a whole bunch start for yourself. I know I, I don't need to, you know, sit here and point out all these verses. I want you to get in the word and say, Lord, show me what does it, what, what kind of words do you want me to speak? And how can I change my thought life? Go to Philippians 4, 8 for that one. I will give you a reference there. But you know, if you have a commentary or you have a concordance, go and look up some of these, these um, principles. Are words that we speak. 
and let God reveal to you what his word says about our negative thoughts, about how we speak to others, about our humility in our relationships with others, because gossip is about so much more than just a thing that we do. It's a um, product of our heart. And if we're walking with the Lord and we're proclaiming Christ's name, we shouldn't be in the same sentence putting another person down. So if you're going to live this life, you need to walk in the truth of what his word says. And again, it's a transformation. Ask him to help you. Ask him to point it out. Ask him to fill your mind with the positive and truthful things. And then to speak your words in humility, in love, and with grace. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I mean, maybe some of you didn't because it's kind of a hard topic and you I don't know if enjoying is the word to use it, but I pray that we would encourage you, perhaps even convict you. I convict myself, you know, I'm like reading these verses today in preparation and thinking, you know what, you need to do better on this sometimes. And then oh, it just, it's like God is right there. He wants us to come to him and he wants to work in our lives. So I'm grateful that he kind of brought this topic up to me because sometimes I'm really like, I don't know what to speak about this week on the podcast. And for some reason, this one kept coming up. And I was like, nah, can I really talk about that for a whole episode? And then I started reading verses. I was like, oh, yeah, I could. (laughs) I could talk for a long time. So let me know. What do you guys think? Comment on the blog post. Comment on the Facebook page. Comment on Instagram. Comment wherever you're seeing this um, podcast. Uh, or seeing this podcast, hearing this podcast, um, come over to the Facebook page for Simply Living for Him. Follow me over there. Follow me on Instagram. Comment and let me know what you think and how you feel about this topic. And if you have anything to add to the subject, because I would love to hear what you all think. Do you struggle with this? Is this something you've overcome? Share those thoughts with me, please. Um, Again, Thank you to Apologia for sponsoring this podcast. And also, don't forget the Phonics Museum, um, the Phonics app that will teach your child to read. Go over to uh, phonicsmuseum.com slash simply for your freebies and your two-week trial, free trial to the Phonics Museum app. Also, I am getting ready to speak for the Homeschool Summit, online summit, fitting it all in. I'm going to put the link on the webpage for this podcast episode. Um, please go and sign up. It's a free event. There's over 25 speakers, and I'm one of them. I'm so excited. I'm going to be speaking about real homeschool, letting go of the Pinterest perfect and Instagram ideal homeschool. I would love for you to join me over there. All the information is on um the website, I'm going to put the link actually in this webpage, and then it'll give you all the information that you need to sign up for this free event. And it's free for a limited time. So you'll want to go check that out. Also, I will be speaking at Teach Them Diligently again in just a few weeks, really, I guess about a month, May 17th to the 19th in beautiful Myrtle Beach. I cannot wait. We're going down as a family. And then uh, two weeks after that, May 31st to June 2nd or 1st, First, (laughs) sorry, 
Um, I'll be speaking at the Thrive Conference in North Carolina, and I'm very excited about that. I'll be speaking five times at both of those conventions. So if you're there, I would love to see you. And I'll have an exhibit hall booth this year at the North Carolina Convention, um, the Thrive Conference. So we are excited. We are going to be selling my books. We're going to have a little place where you can come and just get some rest at the convention, sit and chat. I really was thinking, wouldn't it be awesome if I could bring coffee and like give out coffee in my booth? But I don't think I can make, I don't think that's feasible, but it's a good dream to have. But I'm going to make a little area where you could come and sit, rest your feet, pray a while, chat a while. I really can't wait to meet more homeschooling families. And then in July, we are having our Simply Living for Him retreat. I announced this week that it is our last retreat for At least for now, I am planning on continuing the retreats, but not in 2019 summer. And I explained all the reasons why, and you can go to the Facebook page to see that. There's some videos on there. And also uh, in August, I'll be speaking at the Bible Family Conference in Washington, D.C. I am beyond excited about that. It's in conjunction with the Museum of the Bible, and there's history tours of Washington, D.C. If you want to bring the whole family, you get to go on some tours of the, um, you know, all the sites in Washington. You can go to the Bible Museum and you can come to the conference to hear amazing speakers like Ken Ham um, and Kevin Swanson and um, who else is, uh, as I'm saying this, I'm like at a loss because they're all, oh, uh, Steve Green. They're all, (laughs) oh, Ray Comfort. They're all such, I feel like, big names and then there's me. So anyway, I get a little bit nervous when I start to talk about it. I am super excited to be invited to speak there. I simply cannot wait for that one. So you can find all the information on my website. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.